This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome to episode 71 of the Basement Bookers Podcast. Basement Chair here, the architect of the Basement Bookers Podcast, along with my best friend and bro, Rich Deriz, here to bring you the realness on the regular. That's right, because that's what we do. We, us two dudes talking here in the basement, bring the realness and nothing but the fucking realness. And sometimes not the realness, because that's when jokes come. Yeah, well, that's real. Real jokes. Real jokes. Real jokes. Real jokes. You got jokes? Not right now, I don't. Alright, great. So, what's up? I have no clue. You tell me. Oh, we're off to a great start. (laughs) We're off to a great start. I got a couple of statistics I want to run by you. 200. Oh, that shit. That's right. Who cares? You should care. Well, if... I would care if the WWE would ask, but tell our listeners in case they don't know what what it is you're talking about. 200 is the amount of televised matches that Sheamus has won. It's the most in the history of wrestling. Which is a little ridiculous. It is. Um, Followed by mm -hmm. Randy Orton at 197 Mm -hmm. and John Cena at 188, which I guess will be 189 now after Raw. Yeah, depending on when that came out, because I... Well, either way, Sheamus tweeted that he might... That, that guess that makes him the greatest of all time. Which, that doesn't mean that. But, what do you think about that? 200, and Sheamus of all people. If it mattered, WWE would have made us remember it. Would have rammed it down our throats. If it mattered. Just because it doesn't matter to them doesn't mean it doesn't matter to us as wrestling fans. It shouldn't matter to us. I like it. Here's the thing. Matters to me. Wins and losses only count in title matches at this point. Wins and losses should always matter. Should, yes, but this is wrestling. Because here's the thing. There are, and this is just, you know, obviously part of the genre, there are too many asterisks next to too many wins and losses. Oh, this guy lost. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How did he lose? He lost by disqualification because this guy that he was really feuding with ran in and distracted him. You know? That's, they don't... Those numbers don't matter. Number of title reigns. Number of days as champion, in some cases. I'll actually say the exception of Dean Ambrose as U.S. champ because, as you point out, when, it was, uh, when he was champ, he didn't really defend it much. You know what it is? I, I think, um, I like to think most of it matters. I don't like that that combination of words. Doesn't matter. I mean, it's pretend, but why take away the the magic? You know, we have so little right now because of the internet and, you know, everything basically being out in the open, how it is. I like thinking it was real. Okay, but... I like thinking stuff matters, you know? I'm okay with that, but the company has to make that prominent. Here, here's where... I mean, here's where shit gets wacky. Here's where TNA is doing it right. Where if someone has, uh, no pun intended, impactful week, then they get a higher ranking you have to on, say it that way. in the top five. If the pun wasn't intended... It wasn't intended. Have said it. It was Who not intended. Said it like it impactful. Was a, it wasn't intended. Mm, I don't know. I saw. I, listen, I saw it coming because it was going to come out of my mouth. It went through my brain. So my brain said, "Hey, this is a pun. You got to preface it with." I'm glad to see you're directing traffic. Not directing in, traffic in your mind. Here. Well, I have to. Who else is gonna? That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I just started this uh, forty Colt forty five, so. Billy will be uh, director of traffic pretty soon. Okay. But yeah, TNA got it right with that. As far as the... Um, Are you talking, of course, about the top five? Yeah, the top five they do. Because, you know, you get a higher ranking based on what you did that week. If you, if you made an impact... See, I didn't say it this time. If you made an impact, if you had a good week, if you won your match, and it was an important match, then you get a higher ranking in the top five. And if you're, if you're number one... You're theoretically the number one contender, although the top five changes from week to week, so 
that theoretically means they have a new number one contender every week, which doesn't make any sense to me, unless he, the title is actually going to be defended every week. So you're pointing out a flaw in this top five? Of course I am. Okay, got it. Because flaws are there. They are. Flaws are there for us in the basement to point out. So yeah, 200 wins is pretty cool. I'm actually a little bit surprised, but not so much surprised, that John Cena only has 188, which is pretty cool. That means he works. Well, he does work. It's okay for him to lose, you know? But of the three, he was actually around longer. That's right. Like, not much longer than Randy Orton. But enough. Yeah. But uh, at least, I want to say, three or four years longer than Sheamus. All right. Well, we got uh, the 200 televised wins that don't matter to Richie. Uh, (laughs) We got that. Uh, Let me ask you something, Rich. Do you know the main event for NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn? Well, let me tell you something, player. You reminded me of that when you said, let me ask some. I'm going to holler at you, player. Teddy Long. Making a tag team match? No. It's not a tag team match, though. You're right. It's not. It is. New WWE NXT champion Finn Balor defending his newly won NXT championship against the former champ Kevin Owens. This is going to be televised live on the WWE Network day before SummerSlam. What a weekend. They're going to be making so much bank, it's not even funny. Barclays Center is going to be making a shit ton of money. Now, depending on how much they make off NXT, this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You could have NXTs on Saturday, like the house shows or whatever, if they want to do them. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. I'm pretty excited. I think the Beast in the East special kind of opened the door for that just a little bit. It sort of uh, showed what um, was possible as far as having a major event. They want to do more live events for the network like that. They should have been. They should be doing that. Which reminds me, why is Superstar still a show? I don't know. Uh, Because they... They always have... Isn't that the dark match usually? Mm-hmm. Why not televise it? I mean, I meant... Yeah. So they're basically the dark matches before SmackDown and Raw, Raw respectively, right? Mm-hmm. It's main event SmackDown and Superstars Raw or I, the opposite. I, I think they just... It doesn't matter. Match, yeah. Like, whoever they want to put, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, there's a number of reasons. It could be uh, to, to, to give Byron Saxon... Some testing, you know. That's what uh, NXT is for. Well, more is better. Speaking of NXT, I'm not going through NXT. I'm just saying, pointing out things. I don't like Corey Graves, really. Yeah, he's a like, he's a dick, he, and he's know? not very good. Yeah, I mean, you could you can be a heel mm-hmm. an, uh, announcer mm-hmm. and make it work. Uh, JBL, mm-hmm. uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Heal Michael Cole. Yes, Heal Michael Cole was awesome. We hated him. That's how good he was. Yeah. He legit did not like. Him. I was hoping something terrible would happen. To him. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if it turned out that Heal Michael Cole was the anonymous Raw GM mm-hmm. and Brock Lesnar F5 him, mm-hmm. that that would have just set the whole place on fire. It would yeah. be awesome, and then. Michael Cole would have learned the error of his ways. See, but I can't be doing this for them all the time. <laughs> so now we, now you know if they bring back the Raw GM and you find out it was Michael Cole, you're welcome. Much better than Hornswoggle. Yeah, that was stupid. I think that's their way of saying, we don't know. Mystery's over. Didn't they reveal that he wasn't because it came back and then I think The Rock was around? Was The Rock back around? I think he was. I remember the event you're talking about. I don't remember what happened, but yeah. Okay, great. And uh, while we're still on announcers, I feel like uh, you didn't watch the latest episode of Impact. No, I'm still like a month behind. Josh is channeling Heel Cole sometimes. And uh, in one specific instance... Well, I know he's been in like really in the corner of EC3 forever. 
That's what I was saying. It's kind of, it, or it's, it's like Michael Cole's relationship with The Miz. Yeah. It's the same thing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he's really rude to Pope. If I was Pope, I'd knock his teeth down his throat. Maybe you will. I, I hope that's what they're leading to. I mean, Josh has wrestling training. Wasn't he on Tough Enough one time? He was. A Tough Enough? He sold a Not f- winner. Yeah, he's, he's, he sold a few backstage uh, beatings and tossings and shit. And he even... Yeah, then Brock beat him up? Yeah. And he was even possessed by the, by the Undertaker that one time. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. It was it was actually on um uh, on the network they showed uh it was, I think it was a countdown or weirdest shit that happened or whatever it was. Mm. And who was he? I don't remember who Taker was feuding with. But he was holding a mic and his eyes were up. You could still see the eyes cuz he's not he's not the freakish, but yeah. But his mouth was moving, but Taker's voice was coming out. And you can't see this, but Rich is in a trance. Yeah. With a pretend microphone in his hand. Yeah, I'm doing the... What's his name? Josh Matthews. That's him all the time, though, right? No, this is when he was possessed. Oh. Yeah, look it up. Josh Matthews possessed. Another thing I noticed because of that, mm-hmm. I guess they don't record in the booth anymore. They're actually at the... The tapings now. Are they? Yeah. I'm not up to that yet. Mm. Spoiler alert! Because okay. EC3 goes and sits at the thing with them. And oh. you see it. They show it. Cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, that's enough about TNA. Can't really say nothing about it. Uh, only that I don't care for... I know it's a hard job, but I don't know. Uh, Josh is not... He's not as good as Michael Cole. Mm. Which goes without saying, but I mean it's... He needs to find Josh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do his thing. Mm-hmm. You can't do... You're just Josh doing Michael Cole heel. Yeah, like I, like we were fans of JBL because no one else was doing that. And no one else had. I'm a big fan of Matt Stryker because no one else announces the way he does. My, Michael Cole is great because... You know, no one does the way Michael Cole does. Uh, what's JR was great because no one does the way JR does. Well, I was talking to a, a, a listener of the podcast about JR earlier today. And one of the reasons is when JR is, uh, when he's called a match, he's emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. He, he made it matter. Like, mm-hmm. the stakes were super high. Mm-hmm. So that's. That's another thing. While we're on the subject of announcers, what do you think of uh, the Uso? <laughs> Whichever one was it? Jay, Jimmy, whoever's the one. Next. There you go. Great. What did you think of uh, Titus O'Neil? Titus was good. Not as not very noticeable. Like I was kind of zoning out a little. Maybe that was just me. But Titus was definitely better than Uso. Okay, great. All right, we're done hating. On the announced teams. Well, not so much hating, just making basement booker observations is what we do here. That's what we do. The match of the week. Cena and Cesaro. Exactly. It's easy. Holy cow. Right? Uh, it, obviously, with the one exception of the worst springboard stunner ever. Yeah. But. But I can't even. Right. I can't. <laughs> you know how you know it was a great match? They were in Chicago. And when Cena's music was playing at the end, they were not chanting, John Cena sucks. No. You didn't hear it at all. No. Because, uh... You didn't... They weren't chanting CM Punk. No. They weren't chanting fucking nothing. They were in awe of the fucking awesome match between Cesaro and John Cena for the U.S. title. Cesaro is a main event player. Yes. Let me tell you something. This was it. If 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 anybody needed a reason, I, you, it can't get more obvious than that. I like the way the match started. First, you're like, all right, here, what do we got here? John Cena's coming out. He's doing his U.S. Open Challenge. which was the best thing to happen to Raw in a long time. Mm-hmm. Out comes Kevin Owens. He's got no title. Holy shit, he wants to do this now. <laughs> so you're already excited. Yep. Then all of a sudden, Cesaro's music hits, and you're like, holy shit. 
What's happening here? I was half hoping for a triple threat. I was too, man. <laughs> but then I'm like, let's wait for that. It's still a possibility. Mm-hmm. Cesaro comes out. He's like, fuck you. I'm having my rematch. Mm-hmm. Because you're a jerk off. Yeah, he said something like, because I I didn't get a fair shot because you interfered. Yeah. And if you don't leave the ring right now... You have a problem with me. Yeah. Which, Owens backed off and he left. Mm -hmm. And he didn't come back until the end of the match. Right. So that was good. Jeez. So much shows of strength. Uh, I thought if Cesaro hit that freaking... um, What's his, his finishing move called again? Which one? The, the Oh, the neutralizer from the second row? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought if he hit that, it would have been over for our boy there. But... I, I was hoping that if he went for it, that nobody slipped. Yeah. That would have been fucking dangerous. Yeah. That, that could have been a career ender. That's probably why he ended up not hitting it. Because, like, they booked it so... Like, they were saying... That's fucking dangerous, so let's not actually do it. Let's just make it like you're gonna. Cena wins with a second rope AA. Yeah. Which which is good. Fine. Because, you know, it's not a regular AA, so it puts Cesaro over as a strong competitor. Yeah. Very uh, good. Very good match. Awesome. I like that when Owens came out, he wasn't able to put the beats on Cena. Mm-hmm. Keep it going in his favor. Cena takes him out. Uh, Ed's on a high note. The hero wins. Mm-hmm. Which you don't get a lot of that lately, and that's that was really good. And I hope I'm begging, I'm praying to all the legends, please let this happen more often. Just wrestling matches. Well, how that was a long match for TV. Mm-hmm. What was it like a half hour or something? Yeah, just about. That was it. Was incredible. I have a quarter page. More of that. Yeah, and less of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did, uh, how cool, where the basement bookers called it, was the destruction of the, uh, really super ridiculous, expensive, uh, Oh, $56,000 Cadillac, whatever the fuck model it was. They did a great job of, uh... Did you notice Seth called it his car? Yeah. On SmackDown. Yeah. That was weird. But okay. He bought it. Does that make J&J like his... Alright, here's the thing. I wasn't going to go into this, but uh, Lawler was saying how, on SmackDown, he talked about how Rollins doesn't... That's nothing Rollins. His his chauffeur has a driver or something stupid like that. It's like, alright, he's the heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. but we know they don't make that much money. Yeah, he's not Ted DiBiase. Screw that. He's not John Cena, okay? Yeah. John Cena could do that. Probably. Brock had a lot of fun destroying that car. Mm-hmm. And snapping Jamie Noble's arm, I popped for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that uh, Heyman like, got him his box of toys. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, got to admit, uh, Brock Lesnar with a lumberjack axe, horrifying. Yes. I run too. <laughs> I mean, he did the smart thing. Now, here's the question. How quickly do you run? Do you shit yourself first? Or do you run so fast that it just comes out as you run? Uh, as I run. Okay. Because taking the time to shit myself, that's too much lost time. And that's good strategy away. because then it's a longer trail, so it's more likely that he'll slip and fall. That's right. That There's a good shot of that, especially with the kind of poo that would come. <laughs> We're professionals right. here. Yeah, en- enough poo speak, but those fucking axes. Yeah, I like. I saw a fucking gleam. I saw an edge. It was like holy shit. Do you, you see that the the a fan got hit by a car door? Yeah, it wasn't the car. It was, it was the inside of. Yeah, so it was plastic. That was great. Yeah, but I, I read that he. Uh, they took care of him. Got yeah. him some merch, and he's fine. I didn't hear about the merch. Mm-hmm. I heard that they like kept asking him, "Do you do you want to go to the hospital? Do you do you want to get checked out?" Like the doctors there said he was okay, but they recommended it. But so like, nah, dude, Brock Lesnar threw a car door at me. I should be paying you. Yo, he should keep that fucking car door. He should get an autograph. As I said, look, I'm not gonna press charges. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make us think about it. I just want a heavyweight title. Okay, you need <laughs> one of those, mm-hmm. and I want this 
autographed. I'm, I'm keeping it. Keeping that inside the car door. I figured out why, by the way. Everyone involved in the angle. Since you mentioned heavyweight title belt. Yes, like that. Um, I'm making the belt yeah. gesture. I figured out why they don't sell the plate by the big plate by itself, the front plate. Because they want you to buy the other one? No. Because, well, that, that's probably a small part of it. I think a bigger part of it is they don't want like other promotions and shit to be able to, to take that face off and put WWE face on. I guess that makes some sense. This stems from the fact that less than a year after my wife got me the awesome the, uh, World, he- World Heavyweight Championship belt, they came out with the new design, which I like better. It's prettier. Uh, last thing I'll say about Raw, mm-hmm. uh, and that's actually SmackDown related too. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, they refer to themselves as what? Best friends? I think they're closer than that. Brothers? Brothers. On both Raw and SmackDown, Dean Ambrose, who is his opponent? Right? Bo Dallas. Bo? Hmm. Dean Ambrose fought Bo Dallas on both Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns is feuding with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. What's the going on here? Could we have a little interference at Battleground? Hmm. Be interesting. You know what I think they're doing? I think that they're doing just this. They're making people speculate and wonder if Bo is ever going to team up with Bray. That's they, all we do here. But I, I think they're, they're planting the seeds... So that in case they decide to do it, they have something to fall back on. Or, they never have to if they don't want to. No. Well, I just thought that was an interesting observation. Did you notice Cesaro's kid on band? Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Respect. And super happy. Big news. This is, this is great news for everyone. I'm going to break it to you guys. You saw it on Raw. Rusev is back. He's healthy. He's wearing footwear. Your wish came true. That's right. I was so happy mm-hmm. that Dolph Ziggler got his uh, noise box broken <laughs> by uh, Rusev. Crutch to the neck. Awesome. I couldn't wait. Talking all that smack. And when it came down to it, he got beat down. Granted, there was a crutch involved. Mm-hmm. But the man wielding it, he's lucky. Because... He could have broken Ziggler's face with his hands, just like he said he would do to Cena at mm. WrestleMania 30. That didn't happen. He didn't destroy his face. Nope. That would have been cool, too. If he, like, busted Ziggler's face. That was 30? Yeah, WrestleMania play button. Oh, 31. 31. I'm sorry. It's okay. Play button. I keep getting <laughs> it all confused with... Uh, WrestleMania Triple X. Triple X. A WrestleMania play button. Next year it's WrestleMania Cowboy Star. That's right. Or would it be WrestleMania Star? Yeah, then people think it's an asterisk. I specify Cowboy Star because it could it's be. It could mean asterisk, depending on what happens. Not. It's better not. It's fucking better not. I don't want any fucking shenanigans. Hey, speaking of asterisks, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize. Uh, to our fans for not knowing WrestleMania numbers or symbols. Uh, I'm a little scrambled right now. Uh, sometimes I get too excited doing a podcast and I mix shit up. It happens. <laughs> and it's going to keep happening. That being said, are you getting a little tired of the screwy finishes? A little? It's a lot, right? It is. Th- I mean... <clears throat> They've been predictable with it. I understand you want the straight wins for the pay-per-views. Theoretically. But why not just have them just... Like, Big Show fought Ryback. Mm-hmm. Why Why do I care about Battleground? Oh, because Miz is in it now. Yeah. They fought a non-title match on Raw. Can't they not just... just there's other people for them to wrestle. Instead of each other. To make it more exciting to see them fight at the actual show. Mm-hmm. Use the other guys. There's other people, right? Mm-hmm. I think it, it's um, it's probably like a signature thing of one or two of the writers that they say, you know, this is a big match, but we don't really want to give it away, so let's have it like a, a screwed up finish. Let's have some shenanigans. 
Yeah, man. Which reminds me, another point of news, I th- I'm pretty sure it was this week, Brian Gerwitz officially stepped down as a consultant and writer. Oh, The Rock's oh. writer. Mm-hmm. I think they're shaking up uh, creative. Cause I think somebody else got fired. There, yeah, there was a um, a firing that was so uh, create a content some content uh, director or something like they oversee the creative team yeah, and handle programming or some nonsense. Yeah, whoever it was she reported directly to Vince. I don't remember her name. Fox. It was a Fox. Name. It doesn't matter what her name is. Yeah, it wasn't Alicia Fox. Thankfully. Thankfully. I don't know what I was going to say. Speaking of Alicia Fox, I have a theory. What kind of theory? So first, I thought it would be a good idea. But now I'm realizing it's both a good idea and a terrible idea. With the constant three-on-ones that are happening with Paige. Was that last week? No, it wasn't last week. Okay, it good. doesn't matter because it's every week. Yeah. Um, and with Becky Lynch and Bailey hurt, which is the bad reason, now is sort of a great time to bring up... Charlotte and Sasha team up with Paige against them. Eventually, I don't know. I think it's early because they still have. Uh, did you see NXT? I did. They got their match next week coming up. I can't wait. They have their match. Uh, I think it's a little soon because what do you leave NXT with? That's the only problem. There. Uh, That's what I'm concerned with. I mean, because a lot, a lot of NXT is pre-taped. They do sort of the impact thing. Yeah, but it's okay for them to do that, you know? So, like, I'm sure they already have a bunch of matches pre, uh, pre-taped. Uh, the match next, next quote-unquote, next week is probably already pre-taped. So, yeah, but they're going to come up. They'll still be down there because shit that they recorded already is recorded already. I just said that. And that'll be it. But it's hopefully by the time that the pre-taped shit runs out. Um, they'll be back from injury. I get what you're saying, and that has been theorized by a lot of the, uh... IWC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fine. I'm a little... I'm not gonna say bored, but I'm not as interested at what what's going on with the Div- Divas division as I used to be. So I feel like it, it lost something. Legitimacy. Paige is the only legitimate one there. When AJ was there, you had two legitimate divas who you know could go, who had good characters that weren't cheap characters. They actually worked for the characters. They're not just, oh, look, I'm a twin. Oh. Uh, Naomi's pretty good. She's trying. She is trying. She's making an effort. It's not her fault. It's I, the writers. Yeah. They, they need more time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not the, the John Cena show. Well, it hasn't been the John Cena show. You're right, but they always write and Cena. Sh- they write Cena shit, and then they write everything else around it. Well, I gotta tell you, the U.S. Open Challenge is the best shit. It absolutely is. It's the best shit, dude. Why can't they do the same thing with the Divas title? It's a good question. Uh, I'm not a fan of Nikki Bella. I know a lot of people are. They have a huge following, for whatever reason. I mean, they've been there a long time. They have, in fact, paid their dues, more or less. Mm. Admittedly. Yeah. Uh, their show got a little bit more attention on the product, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't speak for it. Uh, it came back. I watched it. Eh. But I, I think they're in a tricky spot. Maybe it's because they don't know what to write. I mean, it, it might be a combination of that and time. If if they had if they could give the divas fifteen minutes on Raw, if you think about it, that's a twelfth of the show, maybe a tenth of the show. Let's say you have ten segments. That's one segment, right? You well, could have you, well. like even if you do two short segments in that ten minutes, fifteen minutes. That's two angles. Lately, it's been the same segment. Yeah. Over again. Mm-hmm. With the Paige, Bella's... Paige has no friends. Bella's have a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got it. We're, we're okay. We understand. But there's no advancement of storyline. Yeah. It's, it's just Paige neutral. versus one of the three. Yeah, it's, it's in neutral. Mm-hmm. Or or Naomi wrestled one of them on SmackDown. I think she fought Brie and lost or something. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Nikki's injured. Yeah, oh yeah, she shoulder injured. her shoulder. Mm-hmm. We don't know if she's got to go out or whatever. But I think I read that she's not going to need surgery. She just needs some time off. Okay. So time out of the ring. Yeah. At the, it's probably not going to affect anything. But let's be honest. I mean, we want to give Divas a chance, but hey, we, they they gotta they gotta write some shit. Whatever belt, they, the the writers should focus on the belts first before they do any other storyline. Yeah. They're not belts. Sorry. <laughs> the writers need to focus on the championships. Put them in whatever order they want, but write for the championship storylines before you write for anything else. Period. Why isn't Ryback defending the IC title every week? He should be. They all should. Every well, I don't know about the world heavyweight title, though. Keep it more special, sure. Yeah. But every other championship can be... Once in a while, you can do that, though, right? Yeah. Shouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Shake it up. Make it a little less predictable. Tough enough. Did you see it? Yes. What did you think? Well, uh, da- Dario <coughs> went home this week, right? Uh, Dario went home. And Diana. And Diana and Diana left. For whatever reason. Now... And they pulled in another one. Oh, they did? Yeah, it wasn't on TV or anything. Okay. It was on the internet. Alright, so... Uh, the Tough Enough Twitter. Regarding Diana Nana, if you're listening, I'm not accusing you of anything. But... I'd really like to see the date on the police report for that incident at the bar. Because... Maybe it was when they say it happened, or maybe it was... A few weeks earlier, a few months earlier, before she got on the show, I don't know. I mean, if you if you make it to the show, it is a great way to get publicity for your bar, publicity for yourself. Put your face out there. Fans will get to know you. You get your own WWE Twitter handle. And WWE, they like their charities a lot. You know, then if you start a Kickstarter for this person that got stabbed in your bar that was a good friend of yours, he was bouncing for you. Start a Kickstarter for him. He's a former military man. I don't know what brand. Wow, you know a lot about this. I have some things. Cool. I went to the Kickstarter page. That's why we go to you. So that happened? They made a Kickstarter for that? Oh, yeah. Whoa. I didn't know. I had no idea. I think they were asking 180000 You've heard it here. The 200th time. Rich DeRiz telling it like it is. There you go. That's what I do. So, I'm not accusing her of using the show to try to get this guy's Kickstarter thing going. But you're not, not. I'm just saying. How long ago was it posted? I didn't see when it was posted, but, you know, they could have held that off until she did the show. I don't know. It, it's, it's a little, it's a little, I mean, she didn't want to be there to begin with. She wants, she wanted to go home and plan a wedding. Wow, this sounds like an angle already. Now she wants to go home and do this guy's Kickstarter so she can save her bar. Yeah, I think she's full of shit. Uh, anyway, I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying show me the date on the police report. That's right. Much like uh, Donald Trump wanted to see Obama's birth certificate, Rich DeRiz wants to see that report. He demands it. At Rich DeRiz on Twitter. There you go, put it right uh, there. Also on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. And if it is legit... And the timing is true, meaning that the incident happened after the start of the show, roughly week two, give or take. Then I will post it everywhere that this is legit, and I will link the Kickstarter page everywhere. You've heard it here. Rich DeRiz keeping it real. There you go. She's just pretty suspect. No, no, no. I know you're a fan of this particular person I'm about to bring up. How the hell does ZZ get so many votes? Do you vote more than one time? I don't. Um, I think you quote-unquote can't. There, are, I'm sure there are ways around it. I've never tried. I didn't vote for ZZ this week. Wow. Voted for, uh, who was it? My girl Sarah, Sarah Lee. Lee. I voted for her, too. Because uh, I want to see, see more from her. I think I am going to like her personality. If she can stop being so scared. 
I think I, she just really seemed like a natural face. I, I'm got to tell you, this has got to be her last chance. If she'd gotten the farmer's daughter thing, she would have nailed it. She would have. But uh, what's the name? Gigi, Georgia, with the, the uh, bitchy boss, whatever it was, nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it, nailed it. Nailed it. That was... The, and even what Lita said when she made them all move, when she went to their side of the ring, the contestant side of the ring, and made them move for her, and the fact that they did... Perfect. Yeah. That is manipulation. That is perfect. I also like Ahmad. That's Mata? Mata. Mata is great. Yeah. His the thing, King? the Pharaoh. Yeah, that was perfect. It was fantastic. It, it was... It was for... Uh, it was like it was an old school to... heel king. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a King of the Ring winner. Yeah. And he took it to something he knows, something he knows well, something that's easy to be heelish, and he did the Muhammad Hassan thing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Not only is he a heel king, he's a heel foreign king. Yes. It's amazing. I uh, thought he Barrett. won. Barrett, heel foreign king? Yeah, but... He speaks English. <laughs> no, it's not even that. He's from Egypt. Yeah. It's, it's a little different when you're across the pond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, I associate with being even more, like, gangster. I thought it was awesome. Plus, he was in the uh, revolution. Mata, I think I said when we first t- uh, talked about the contestants the first time, Mata's one of my favorites, along with ZZ for the dudes, and Patrick. Uh, I got Patrick and uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, Tanner? Tanner. I know. I I like him. He's been... At first he was cool. Oh, you mean he's quiet now because he's not winning? You know what was great? When he tried to jump over the rope and fell on his knees. (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, yeah. But uh, personally, I thought Mato won that challenge. I didn't think Patrick won it. Oh, which... I mean, he was pretty good, but he's evil intellect or whatever. Yeah, Mato was great. Yeah, he was. But they said that Patrick won it, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, they said... they, They told him to say something. I didn't hear what he said. Maybe they cut it out for whatever reason, but I guess it was good. Oh, okay. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's... We didn't have the full picture. Yeah. Okay. Um, who was it the... Um, oh, that was Daria that did the Fallen Angel thing. Yeah. Who fell. But yeah. Literally the, fell. The first time was a little silly. Yeah. But the second one I thought was very good. When she had to uh, not get kicked off? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I really didn't get it, man. Why did she get kicked off? One, I'm sorry. He should have been your boy. You only no. You only yeah. have. He has so much more personality than she does. I don't understand it, man. All right, he, he says, has the X factor. He says the it factor. He says he was he was doing it for the kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> How short are those shorts? <laughs> You have, you, I don't know if Kids you had a water balloon in there or what, but that just looks really weird. Kids don't think about that. It looks creepy. It's creepy. Okay, Put well, that shit away. When... Put that shit away. When he moves up to the main roster and they have wardrobe dressing him, they're not going to do that. I just didn't think it was good. Maybe the angle, maybe he'll be wearing a cup. If he I wins, it's people like you. And I have a theory. You don't, well, okay, what, tell me what you don't like about him. I just don't like him. I don't think he's interesting. I don't know. I just don't like him. He's funny. His boobs are real. He is the real... He is my real issue. Tough enough. Mm-hmm. Name one successful Tough Enough winner. No. Thank you. <laughs> that being said, I like the winner of this season in particular to go somewhere. Didn't uh, Daniel Pewter win the one million dollar tough enough? I think yeah, he did win it. Mm-hmm. Was he at? He's an MMA fighter. You know who the most successful tough enough participant Miz. is? The Miz, and he lost. All right. Okay. Josh Matthews was on tough enough. All right. Mm-hmm. Moderate success. Nidia. Kenny King. Kenny King. Is he still with TNA or is he done with TNA and on to GFW? Whatever. Is there a difference? Is there really a difference? I don't know if there is a difference. At this point, I don't think there's a difference. Hmm. I do not think there's a difference. I'm really excited. Speaking of, Mickey James is going to appear at GFW's first TV tapings. 
Well, her husband's now with them. Mm-hmm. And he's not Magnus anymore. He's like his name. Now. Nick Aldis. That's his real name, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You know, he used to be, um... I don't know what they call it. Oh, the English version of American Gladiators. Oh, cool. So when he debuted in TNA, he had a gladiator... Like, he had a gladiator look like he'd wear a helm, and he had a fucking mace and shit. Cool. It was a team hit people with it? No. I mean, come on, did Hercules ever hit anyone with his chain? He should've. Yeah, he should've, but he didn't. Just like, choke him out, because it was okay to do back then. No, it wasn't. Wasn't? No. I thought you can't do that after the other thing that happened. No. But before you could. No. Really? Not even for a little while? Oh, that's terrible. Alright, so, I wanted to bring something to your attention. I think last week we talked about... Uh, King of the Mountain. King of the Mountain. Planting the flag. Alright. Well, I came up with a gimmick of my own. Cool. I came up with my very own gimmick match. Hear me out before you shit on it. Go right ahead. Tell me the whole thing. I won't interrupt. Alright. I'll be drinking the whole time. Go ahead. First of all, I title it the Ultimate Victory Match. Ultimate Victory is only meant for special occasions, such as ending a feud. Or, and, could be both, world heavyweight title matches. Mm-hmm. In the ultimate victory match, is at least a 30-minute 30, 30 time limit. Mm-hmm. I want it to be Iron Man, like 60 minutes, but I feel like you really can't do that in this day and age. It's going to go for at least 30 minutes. I say at least 30 minutes for a reason. It's also going to be in a Hell in a Cell type match. Structure. Yes. Mainly to keep people out of it. Mm -hmm. Also, before the match, as a part of the ritual, there's going to be an official wearing a GoPro, and he's going to go under the ring, making sure there's nothing shady under there. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There's going to be two referees. One in the ring and one on the outside. The only way to the only way to win is whoever scores the most pinfalls and submissions. If at the end of the 30 lim- 30 minute time limit it's a draw, it goes into sudden death. There has to be a winner. There is no draw. There is no count out. But you can be disqualified. Now, does a disqualification... I'm sorry, I said I wouldn't interrupt, but... Would a disqualification count as a loss of a pinfall? Yes. Okay. It counts as a loss of a pinfall. Actually, actually it counts as a point towards your opponent. Okay. That gives them a point. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to... Get yourself disqualified. Unless you do so strategically, like in the Brock vs. Kurt Angle Iron Man match from SmackDown a whole bunch of years ago for the Undisputed WWE Championship. See, but the other thing is, there might not be a chance for you to be disqualified. I well, they can work on that later if they want to try something. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather it be known. When you go, when this match starts... There is no shenanigans. Maybe, if I may, have it be an extra penalty where if you get disqualified for for pinfall, it's you lose three falls. That might be too much. I mean, if if you get disqualified and something like that, it's probably going to be intentional. Hmm. Yeah, because it's going to be difficult because there's two refs Mm -hmm. and you're going to be checked. They're going to check you for shit, do mm-hmm. a pat down and everything mm-hmm. on your way in. It's good. They should do that for all championship matches. Uh, and if you are not a referee or if you're not, if you have no business out there, you cannot be out there. Referees and combatants only. Managers banned. And it's also above reproach from any authority figure. You could do that. Uh, the board mm-hmm. has top jurisdiction. So you can't 
Triple H can't be like, okay, Kane's the time keep. You can't do any of that stuff. Okay. You can't. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, ring from check, only pinfall submission, and sudden death at a draw. A 30 minute minimum. That's the time limit, and there's a sudden death. Okay. What do you think of the ultimate victory match? <coughs> also, mm-hmm. here's another thing. As a booker, you have to think about it this way. You can't put the big show, for example, in an ultimate victory match. You can't put a Sheamus in an ultimate victory match. Well, you could, depending on who his opponent is. You want guys that really work well together and you know you're going to get a five-star match from. Mm-hmm. Like A good example would be Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome in an ultimate victory match. Mm-hmm. Cesaro and anybody yeah. would be great in an ultimate victory match. You want guys that you know are going to put on a freaking clinic. Cena Owens... Cena Owens. It's another example that was actually brought up to me. If we could go back in time, Regal versus Finley. That would be incredible. Hitman. Mm-hmm. If you want to go travel through time, you do Hitman versus uh, Owen Hart. That would be great in Ultimate Victory Match. You know, it, it, the list goes on. But uh, that's, what I, uh, that's what I came up with. Because th- you know, the fans know going in. They're getting a winner. They're getting a winner. Mm. The best man wins. I think with uh, just the exceptions of what I said, I think it's a great idea. Thanks. Keep, you keep the roof on the hell in the cell. That way Sting can't drop in or yeah. whatever the fuck. It, that's, that's the main thing. Like it ha- mm-hmm. No way in. No running away. Mm. But and I... Was never a fan of the whole climbing out, running away to win. Yeah, but if um, if disqualifications do play a part, and it's like it's already no count out, so it's like a hell in a cell, but you can be disqualified, which is different from hell in a cell, and only counts as points against you. I think if you really want to discourage um, cheating. Then yeah, it has to be more than just the loss of one fall. I think it should be three. Okay, it's uh, it's tweakable. It's a work in process. Cause yeah, cause remember, because remember, uh, Brock. I think um, attacked Kurt with a chair. Yeah. During that match, and that gave him the upper hand to win. Like he lost one fall because of it. Okay, he's still wailing on him. Refs just telling him to get off him. Come on, Brock, get off one. Cheat at your peril. Yeah. And he just, keep, he just keeps wailing on him, and he only loses one fall. But then Kurt can't walk for, you know, the next two falls. You can even add <coughs> to... It could be... You can even make... You could make an ultimate victory career match. That'd be crazy. Right? Loser leaves town, you know? It's amazing what you could do with it. In regards to NXT... A lot of times they say, I hear a lot of conversation, this guy needs to come up. We want this guy up here now. It's like, okay, so what are you leaving there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you dry up their roster and there's less reasons for people to go and see them. You know, though, it's um, it's kind of a, I don't necessarily want to say a double-edged sword, but A, that's kind of what WWE did with all the um, territorial promotions back in the day. They just took all their best guys and left them with nothing. Yeah, but it doesn't help with schooling. Very true. Um, so that is a very good point. We did we, we mentioned this last week about how Owens is on the main roster now. Um, Balor is great, but he's going to come up soon. Zayn is hurt. Dale Tommy's hurt. Like, what singles competitors do they have that are interesting for the dudes? For the chicks, you know, Sasha and Charlotte, I'll watch either of them do anything. Uh, Bailey's hurt. Becky's hurt. I really like Becky. She's one of my favorites. It's weird. I liked her as a heel. Mm-hmm. But she's a good face so far from, like, the two times I saw her as a face. 
Yeah, plus the how emotional she got talking about Finn Balor teaching her and shit. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's face right there. That's great. Speaking of developmental territories, OVW got sold. That's right. Who bought it? They announced it this Wednesday. Do you think Jarrett got it? That will be interesting. I don't know. Um, <coughs> uh, some of the people in the know are suspecting it might... ICP. Holy shit. Insane Cloud Posse bought it. Partially be a work. Uh, or maybe they could make it into a work. But supposedly Danny Davis is just, you know, just raised to retire and spend time with his family. Which, I hear you. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's a good cause. Yeah, definitely. So, there's that. It could be GFW. Maybe uh, Jared bought them and he's going to make OVW his NXT. Which would be a great idea. Yeah. Who would he get to train him, though? That's a good question. I mean, if Jared's strictly focused on promoting... And he's only going to be the promoter. He's not going to be a wrestler and, you know, defend his King of the Mountain championship or anything. Look, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm sure there's a perfect explanation for all of this. And I'm sure Jeff Jarrett wouldn't buy OVW without having a plan for somebody to take care of it. I, I agree. I'm, I'm just, you know, mocking the fact that he said he's not a wrestler anymore. He's just going to promote and then he goes and wins a belt that he's then going to defend in his company where he's not a wrestler. Hmm. What the fuck? Well, he could vacate the King of the Mountain, put it up. What, just, just to win it in a different company, bring it to his company? I'm not and saying... And vacate it, it and then, then what? <laughs> I'm not saying it makes sense. Does that, that doesn't give any legitimacy to whoever, beat, whoever, whoever wins. You're not beating the champ. Not like you're beating anyone in the King of the Mountain anyway, unless... I don't know. I have an idea. You can have... Uh, you missed this because you're behind. Mm-hmm. But they did an interview with Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. about uh, things. Uh, you he, can spoil it out. He made a point to talk about um, Eric Young a lot. He's going to be at the first tapings, too. So he, he was talking about how Eric Young and Bobby Roode, would, they'd barbecue with him and they'd hang out and they know each other outside. And he said how the Eric Young here, he's he's a different person than he knew and he's arrogant and all this stuff. So what you could do is you could have Eric Young come out there every week challenging Jarrett, tell him he doesn't want to be a wrestler because he's scared of him. And the only reason he doesn't want to... You know, he doesn't want to fight because he's afraid Eric Young will destroy him. Accepts the challenge, finally, after months and months of being called, having his punk card pulled, and Eric Young kicks his ass. Depending on what he wants to do. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Eric Young. I've only seen him a couple times. But that's something that could work. (laughs) I've never been a fan of his. Did you know that he and ODB held... The Knockouts Tag Team Championship together. You did tell me something about that. That is so odd. Well, they're married. Oh, okay. So, I, you missed the air quotes. So, I guess it's okay, but they got stripped of it because... Because he's, he's not a, a knockout? But, like, he, he, they held it for months and months and months and months. Dude, I don't know, man. That's weird. Well, China was the IC champ. She was born a woman. I think... I think if you're going to do gender roles like that, I think it should go that way, where if a woman is tough enough, she can compete with men. But, like, a dude can't just go for the women's title. I see what you're saying. And if we have to get scientific, I'll, I'll cite specifically the bone density thing. Men have a higher bone density than women. Yeah. Which is why that, um, I don't know the person's name, there's an MMA fighter that was born yep. male, yep. got a sex change, is now female, and wants to compete in the women's division. Nope. Nope. Shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, because a woman gets, gets a Kimura on a woman, and 
she might break her arm. Woman gets a Kimura on this person, less likely. I'm sorry, I don't care you can't train what you change yourself into, but all I'm going to see is a dude beating up a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a fan. I mean, there's a difference, except when it's pretend. Yeah. But all I see is a domestic dispute. Yeah. In, in the middle of the octagon, that's all I see there, and I can't look past that. I guess. I guess at that point, it would be up to the states, the individual states' athletic commissions and the UFC governing body. Too. It's super wrong. Mm. I'm all for equality on everything, mm-hmm. but not combat sport. Not real shit like that, where a person could be killed. Yeah. So, that's I mean, all I got to say about that. I know, I think we discussed this before, but... Probably do. Um, my stance has not changed. Yeah, thankfully there are a bunch of rules in place where it makes it unlikely for someone to get killed, but, you know, serious injuries happen all the time. The only time you should hit a woman is if she's trying to kill you. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I agree. End of story. So that's that. That is that. <laughs> I think... I think that's that. I'm not sure. Oh, we were talking about NXT. We didn't mention that the Vaudevillains qualified for the number one contendership. They did. Uh, they beat the uh, Enzo and Big Cass. Fine, I guess. Was it a heel tag team versus a heel tag team? Or are they going to turn the Vaudevillains... They, I think they'll probably turn the void villains. It's a lot easier. Here's my problem. But uh, Alexa Bliss is hot. They have the word villain in their name. I don't know what's going on here. It's someone from Vaudeville is a Vaudevillain. Oh. I thought it'd be like a Vaudevillian. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it works both ways. Well, congrats to them. Uh, that's cool. You did uh, say that you wanted them to win over in zone cast. I did, and I'm glad they did. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think they've had their shots. But I don't know what they're going to do. I think even backstage interviews with them should be in black and white. Why aren't they doing those in black and white? Ah. In fact, that segment uh, from the week before where they were in Regal's office, mm-hmm. that should have been in black and white. Why not? I don't know. Matter of fact... Not only should it have been in black and white, mm-hmm. but they should have did just like a silent movie. <laughs> I was thinking that just now. The, 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 what are they doing? They could have done that. You see someone talk, and then you see the card of what they But said. it's only when the VOD villains are talking, and then you'll have Regal. Regal will look, at, look around, and like, he's like, the like what, what, what's what going on? <laughs> I had to read. <laughs> Same thing for uh, Enzo and Cass. It'll stop me. <laughs> That's a great gimmick. It's really silly, though. It's great. It's a great gimmick. It's great. Sometimes you, sometimes you gotta be a little silly. Not like... Sandy little guy in a bull costume silly. Uh, I'm glad they moved away from that. You noticed that, right? I, don't, I haven't seen them. I, don't want I haven't seen the Mandos at all in a while, thankfully. They're on Superstars. Good. That means I'm not watching Superstars ever. For the, uh, I don't want to see them by accident. Dumb. Stay off TV so Lucha Dragons can wrestle more. More Lucha Dragons. Ultimate Victory could be a tag team match too if you want. Do they should have third ref for that. Yeah, it should be. But for now, singles, really, really important shit. Mm-hmm. It, you bring it up once in a blue... Because it's like, I don't know why I keep going back to it, because I just, I like it. So, because you could do where a guy's like, I'm sick and tired of your crap. I challenge you to an ultimate victory match. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to what? The best wrestler is going to win. Or you, you could have um, Triple H, for example, come out and say, I don't, they, have him say, I don't want to do this. This is not my idea. This comes directly from the board. That's right. But this feud, this rivalry between these two guys, whatever the fuck, 
is so heated. They've been going for months. They backstabbing each other, causing each other wins left and right. That the board of directors have said enough. They've seen enough. They're done with it. They want a finish. Yeah, you could even put like the. Well, look, it was a close decision. I'm sorry, Seth, but the board voted. It's an ultimate victory match. He's <laughs> like, yeah, mm -hmm. great. Shit, ultimate victory match: Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Whoa. Now he won't live. He won't live. Oh, he'll die. <laughs> Would Seth be turned to putty? Or would it be more like him using the cage as a cheese grater? Hmm. Yeah, like he'd come out like bits and pieces. Of, <laughs> like on the other end, and they'd have to like sweep them out or something. So I guess using the cage is legal, but using weapons isn't. Yeah. Because the cage you is farther You can't. Because you can't pick up the cage and hit him with it. I tripped and fell into the... Because yeah. you don't get disqualified for throwing somebody against the freaking rails. Like the, uh, the, the. No, but every now and then you do if it's the ring post. Like yeah, that's different. Was that was uh, when Russo was hurt? I'm treating the cage as a wall. Yeah. Like those things where the fans are. Mm -hmm. Barricade. The barricade. That's the word. I think it's disqualified for barricades. Barricade's padded. Because you also don't want to be like. Oh, he's swinging me to the thing. Like, hit the brakes. And mm. I don't want to, you know. Like, all right, let me just hit into this. Seth Rollins has nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. It's ultimate victory. My God. I'm just thinking about the, like, the sound bites they could use. Mm. Oh, yeah, in my head. I, I can't do them right now because I need more time, but it'd be insane. It's cool. It's definitely a very cool idea. I think, um, I think if anything... Like, if it were proposed to the E, that they wouldn't go for it, specifically because there's no chance of shenanigans. Yeah, you mean they'd actually have to have a clear winner. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's not so much about having to have a clear winner. It's that the fans know there's going to be a clear winner. Yeah. But the thing is, who's going to win? <clears throat> yeah, the because, best guy. Because ideally, it would be for one of those types of matches that's not predictable, like... Owens and Cena the first time. Yeah. I love that match because of that. Mm -hmm. And I gotta be honest with you, I didn't know if John Cena was gonna win on Raw. Me either. I had this, this, this twinkle of hope. They, they, they could have had a change and then have Owens defend. Defend? You mean? At Battleground. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I would have, if say Cesaro won. Owen still has a title shot, mm -hmm. and Cena is owed a rematch, triple threat match. Yeah. Which they could still do at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Owens versus Cesaro versus Cena for the United States title. Owens would be the one to wait outside and take a nap. Does Ultimate Victory necessarily have to be one-on-one? Could it be a triple threat match? If it's triple threat, it's automatically no DQ, so... Damn it. You're losing that aspect of it. Well, who says it always has to be no DQ? Automatically. It's rules of triple threat. Not an Ultimate Victory match. <coughs> you can and will be disqualified. Why are triple threat matches no DQ? I don't know. You tell me. You keep telling me that rule. Like, I always forget. And you're like, well, it's no DQ. I'm like, oh. We gotta, we gotta figure that well, out. Well, okay. If we're gonna use some logic here. Wait, what? You can't, you can't be counted out. Right. Because you got two guys going in the ring, third guy's counted out. Third, third guy's outside the ring for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. If the ref counts him out, who won? The guy that threw him out? So count outs are definitely out of the question. No count outs. Count outs are out. But Yeah, but for ultimate victory, that's out of the question also. Yeah, because you're there. So why is it no DQ? That's a very good question. Why are triple threat matches no disqualification? You're saying it like you're asking Siri. I am. I'm asking someone. <laughs> well... 
That's a great question for our listeners. If anyone has any insight, feel free to tweet us. At Basement Bookers, mm-hmm. at Rich DeRiz, and uh, at Basement Chair. That's Either where, one. That's where we're at. That's that's who we're at and where we're at. That's right. I think my brain is broke. Well, in that case, mm-hmm. is your is your brain adjusted enough to let everybody know how they could reach us hmm. on social media? Because well, we all this steam in the room from your ears is just... I can't work like this. Well, we already did the social media thing. So now it's just we have to tell them where they can listen to us. That's very important. You would think, but I think they're already listening. Oh. Well... But... More importantly, though... In case you're letting your buddy know... In please, case you're playing this for please. your bro... Yeah. Your bro here can find us on Stitcher... Uh, where they make us sound a little better. Uh, or you can, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, it'll get downloaded directly to your favorite iOS device. And even your computer, I think. Got iTunes on there, right? Yeah. Um, Hipcast, it's our host. We already did Twitter, Facebook, Basement Bookers, MySpace, Basement Bookers, but we still need some direction on how to use that. And that's all I can think of. You know what? It also helps. Uh, like you, if you review us on iTunes, that mm-hmm. helps out for some reason. And uh, yeah, word of mouth, man. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying every week to, uh, you know, improve little by little. You tweet us, we'll respond. So if you're looking for a little bit of... Uh I won't say publicity, but that's what I mean. If you're looking for a little of uh, notoriety from us... That's right. Rich we'll, the Riz is not above bribery. We'll, we'll retweet <laughs> you. We'll retweet you. We'll follow you. As um, long as you... Follow the book. Before we sign off... Yeah. I know you were trying to do that to no, close. No, I wasn't, because we got in the close anyway. So it's good that they don't hear it twice in a row. Uh, it's very important that I mention this. Uh... Our listeners, um, thanks very much. Uh, you know who you are. I don't need to name you. I appreciate the support. I appreciate listening to us. Thanks for following us for over a year. Yeah, I can't, you know, every week. You know who you are, and we know who you are. And thank you. The Bookers thank you. And the rest of you, come on. Join the team. Follow the Bookers.